Because BANG stands for believe and never give up, I tell my team, we need to just believe. There's a time this magazine is going to be, you know, people are calling, their copies are finished in the stores. They want us to publish more. So that is a motto that we, we move with. Hi, I'm Murtaz Versi, and this is Engage, Relate, Perform, the show that helps leaders and organizations drive long-term results by fostering relationships and enhancing engagement. If you're looking to seriously improve your team's performance while impacting lives and succeeding at driving long-term results, then this is the show for you. It doesn't matter that you already have that dream title or simply curious about how far you can challenge yourself. I'll be giving you practical tips, relevant commentary, and valuable insights about how you can engage and utilize relationships with talent, community, and other stakeholders around you to achieve the best results and help them stick long-term. Get all the latest information at mutazaversi.com forward slash port. Once again, it's M-U-R-T-A-Z-A-V-E-R-S-I dot com forward slash port. Today's guest is one of the most well-known entrepreneurs in Tanzania. She spearheaded print media with Bang Magazine, a premier lifestyle magazine in Tanzania launched in 2004. But actually has a background in human resource management, has received multiple awards, organizes annual women conferences, and is passionate about mentoring and inspiring young women. Imelda Momanga comes to the Engage, Relate, Perform podcast to discuss with us what makes a good leader. Adaptability. Good leadership is not static. It evolves with time. The goal may be one, but the approach will be adjusted. That is the role of Agilist. With a positive attitude and humility, Imelda is talking us through finding passion, following them, pivoting success into other things, and finding the courage to move on when it doesn't quite work out. Really quickly, I want to give you an amazing opportunity to download my very free, very useful, very much for you, ebook titled Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture. It is a 90-day effective guide to get you inspired for your leadership journey daily. These are practical tips you can follow every day to guarantee you give and you get the best out of the existing relationships for long-term results. As I say, it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. That's what culture means, a way of life. So if you want to do the work, but still enjoy the journey and above all, look forward to it day by day, then go to mutazaversi.com forward slash point and download your copy of Engage, Relate, Perform. 90 days to conscious leadership and sustainable performance. Without further ado, leaders, I bring to you Imelda, Imelda Karibusana. Oh, Mutaza, thank you so much for a wonderful introduction. Karibu. Thank you. And of course, most of my listeners will remember Bang Magazine. Bang Magazine, exactly. Perhaps still have the copies. <laughs> you still have the copies? Wow. There, there will be, yeah. I remember the first one was uh, 2004. Yes, exactly. I think we, we we met when it was beginning of Bang Magazine in early 2004, right? Right, right. That is the time we met. Long time ago, yeah. Looking for advertisements and, you know, whatnot. And you were one of the people who encouraged us so much that we shouldn't give up. And then you stopped suddenly. What happened? So in 2015, that was almost, uh, almost nine, ten, almost more than uh, about 11 or 12 years since we started publishing 
we stopped because of some mistakes that um, given a chance again, perhaps I would be, now it would be a huge media house. I never, I never connected the door to time. So when, when there was a time that inter, internet, you know, breakout of internet, people, you know, could have access um, internet uh, and read news on their gadgets. We were still printing magazines. So that was a challenge for us to keep up with the space. Technology intervened and it was, it was a way, and many people are saying now it's the, the end of the print magazines or print, you know, publications. So to some extent, yes, I felt that, that, that wave. It was, it was very challenging. We, we, for our magazine, it was a bi-monthly publication. So we published six issues in a year, but you have people like the Miladeo and, you know, the certain blogs that they break news every moment, every now. So the people that we would take two months to do interview and feature them, then here they could be featured on the social media as well, on the you know um, blogs, and people would not see um, the importance of having magazine, the Bang magazine as it used to be. You know, at the time in 2004, 2005, six, we were like the we were the social media of now. We were, we were the Facebook and the, the Instagram because now people, whether it's from the US, UK, or different parts of the world, when they needed to know what is happening in, in Tanzania, they would want to get a copy of Bang and, this, and, the, and, and the vice versa. Because we, were, we had people in, in US and UK who also contributed and featured their stories in the publication. So and it, it was a way connecting the, um, both sides. And now we fill the page. Yes, exactly. And have you started again now, the Bang magazine? Yes, we have. 2020. Ah. So this five years later, and I knew this this not just this was not just a product. It was it, it was spiritual to me. Bang was um, making my my I was happy doing it. And every time because I I tried doing other businesses. Um, I have a background in human resources, and I tried. I opened a uh, HR consulting firm, which you know, time to time I get some works to do for that. So I concentrated on it, but the response wasn't like Bang Magazine. So I would go to a company, and people would recognize me as Imelda Bang. So they would ask me, "Where is Bang?" And of course, what else explanation would you give them? If would you would you say I failed? I, I cannot publish it anymore. So I felt like I was, I, I needed to bring back the magazine to continue with the lifestyle magazine because we don't, we, we didn't have any other. And, and that's why we came back. So what are you doing differently this time around then, Imelda, and, and bringing the Bang magazine? This time around is more challenging. It's not like it used to be because um, there's too much noise out there um, competing with the with the Instagram and and the Facebook and so forth. It's, it's quite challenging. But what we've done, we've partnered with MPEPA. And so we put our publication also on MPEPA app. We are also working on getting our own app so that uh, perhaps people can just um, have an, a bank app on their phones uh, and other gadgets and they can get updates of what's what's the trendy things, what to eat, how to dress, you know, basically what things that we covered in Bang Magazine to our app. So, yeah, because I, I, I remember uh, it was so famous and then suddenly it wasn't there anymore. 
Uh, why did what? How did you let go of that? You know, it's very difficult. For instance, I, if you look at my business, uh, as I got started with my business, uh, there were challenging times, and you know, the art of letting go at that time. Uh, how did you do that? It was killing me. It was not easy. Um, I was depressed because it's something that I knew as my my first baby. You know, before I had my child, I had Bang Magazine, and I and I didn't want to accept letting go of it. But I came to realize that if I wanted to have a sane mind, I need to to work to operate like a helicopter. I have to get out of it, and I have to see first um, what's 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 happening in the you know um in the economy look at their politics the, and, and many things and see how we can we can be better than we used to, to to be so um then i felt like now i have to look at something else that i can do i can do better and because i had background i worked with H, uh, um with coca cola and uh, i did all the hr work while i was working with them i felt like why not looking back and do what I used to do. And this is what I started for. I didn't study um, mass communication or journalism. So I felt like now this is the time I engage to my um, professional and see how, what I will take, what, what, where will it take me? And I, uh, I, get, I got into it, but as much as it's, you know, HR is what I started and I know, and I, I liked to do it, but I felt there was more that I was missing, which is creating content collecting stories and making it um, something that will inspire other people or something that um, the youth and the young people would would look at it and, and see the role models in them. And, and that's why it brought me back to, to Bang Magazine. I, can't, I, can, I can understand that really well because people have gone for careers and they've built up their careers and when they have that feel that this is not the right thing for me and I want to move to what I really enjoy doing, it's still not too late, right. is it? It's never too late to come it's back. Not, it's never too late. When I, I actually learned that it's never too late, especially for something that you truly love, you're passionate about. It doesn't matter. You know, um, sometimes you, you can be forced to to focus or to engage into a certain something else because of maybe you need to make more money or you need to to maybe something that is needed in the community at the moment at that particular time but when you are passionate about something you you will definitely get back to it it doesn't matter 10 years later you will definitely get back to it and for me it took 5 years to go back to to working at bang and of course we are right now thinking on how we could create a bank, um, bank television, bank create content that will also go to the to the radio or maybe going to to the TV and also have you know um, to be also online so people can see bank um, online or and still, there's one thing that I I don't want to give up that is printing the copy. You know, there's a difference between um, holding a magazine and just seeing flipping it on the um, on your iPad or tell me more about reading a book as well. It's I, I just can't I just can't stand having the um the Amazon app to read the book. I'll rather have I'll rather have uh, I'll rather the Kindle rather. Exactly, exactly. The Kindle have done a wonderful thing. Uh but but for me I'm an old um old uh, I don't know what you call old old 
personal version. I just old school, exactly. I still want to hold a magazine. And whenever I travel, you know, even when I start, I stopped publishing Bang. When I, I travel, the first thing that I, um, I put in my um, hand luggage is magazines. I collect from the um, airports. I collected this, um, any shops that I go, I see a publication I collect. And I knew that I am a collector of magazines. And I really want, I know there are people like me who collect books, collect magazines, and why not bang magazines? So that's why we will not stop printing. We will have a print, but it will be collector's edition, not as many copies as we used to do. And also will be um, on, on other platforms. Yeah, I mean, uh, if and that's that's the point, right? Uh, you still have the um, the passion of doing something. Uh, and then when it reaches a point when uh, the environment changes, like technology coming into part, we tend to get a little upset and say, okay, you know what, this is the end of it. Let's move on with life and let's move to do something else uh, rather than thinking about what else can we do to engage? Because people want to be engaged in different channels. Some want to be engaged on technology, social media, book apps, or even printed uh, material. And I know there are so many still who require printed material. They still love the printing material. Uh, the smell is different. You can't get the smell of a book on, a, on, a, on, on, a, on an app, but you get the smell of the paper and the book. It gives you such a feel, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. And the other thing that made us take a break um, publishing the magazine was, uh, you see, though, there was a time change of regime as well. Um, many organizations, may, many corporate um, organizations who were supporting the publication so much with the advertisement, um, they call, they stopped. I think they were adjusting on some sort. You know, there was a period that people were cutting down co um, costs. So marketing, advertising cost was the one which was affected the most. So they will focus to either advertise on the on um, online um, app, uh, online um, this let's say Milady or, or other online um, whatever existing that platform that that they they saw. Um, uh, there were more visitors going through. So most of us um, from the the billboards to the print magazines, we suffered because that income that was coming to us was now cut. And reaching a position that you, you now have to bargain to pay people's salaries, or you now talk, start um, so talking to your staff, asking them if you can sort of pay half and then the other half the other month, to me, it was killing. I felt so bad and I knew that it was a time that I needed to take a break. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine when things get tough, the tough gets going <laughs> and, and you know, yeah, I mean, you just have to really, and that's probably the moment, the moment of moving from what you love doing that you can't hold it anymore to do something else in life. But what about coming back to the print magazine? What took you there? What was the decision point? Or how do you take that decision? You know, Mutasa, for the five years that I had stopped publishing Bang Magazine, there was no one single day that I couldn't get either a message, a phone call, or meeting people who didn't ask me about Bang. So it was a daily thing, as if God is speaking to you. 
You know, someone would ask something about Bang. Someone you'd meet and say, you know, you remember me, you featured me in Bang magazine. Where is Bang? So I used to get that a lot. And in 2019, I decided that this is the time in 2020, I'm bringing back Bang magazine. And there is technology change. I am not as good as in techno technology as how um, as as I'm good in print, but I felt like it's time that I need to get in print, um, partner with people who are good in tech, see how we go. So in 2020 March, we published the first issue of you know of Bang. Now the comeback issue, but now the problem came. COVID hit. So we released the issue, but we failed to launch because now um, the government said there's no, they, they don't allow people to come together, in, uh, whether to do events or meetings or whatever, it was banned. So now it was another challenge of, uh, of publishing at the time of COVID. It's still a battle. We still, we still struggle because again, um, this, our sales are not as much as good as they used to be. Uh, but it's, it, you know, with, with magazine, it's, it's a journey for the first time we pub, we published in 2004, we managed to break even in 2007. It took time to, for, for the, for, for the publication to, to gain the readership and to, you know, increase the numbers of sales. And because bank stands for believe and never give up, I tell my team. We need to just believe there's a time this magazine is going to be, you know, people are calling, their copies are finished in the stores. They want us to publish more. So that is a motto that we, we move with. I just love that. Believe and never give up. Awesome acronym uh, for, for, for a magazine, for what you're doing. And it really resonates well with what you are and who you are because you believe in it. You believe in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the magazine. You went into what you studied, what was your career path, and you still come back, and you're still having challenges, and you're still not giving up. That's amazing. That's really amazing. And that's true leadership that has passionate and wants to drive long-term results. That's what we talk about at Noesis as well. That's what we do, is to help people like you say, you know what? I'm not going to leave it. I want to continue doing it, but I'll do it for the long term. I'm not going to be doing it for the short term. I'm going to be doing it for a journey. What an awesome example of bank. Wow, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, have you already published? Have you already uh, released some of the magazines? Yes, we have. The last issue, we have uh, Mama um, Samia Suluhu okay. uh, on the cover, Her Excellency. And for us, for me personal, I was extremely excited, happy, and uh, inspired to see now we got uh, a woman president. And um, Bang Magazine, for, for the longest time, we were, our agenda was to empower a woman, especially a woman, because we, there was no enough stories for women who are successful. And now we felt like, you know, this is the biggest of them all, having the woman president. So there is it continues to encourage and inspire a girl child that you know dream big you will succeed you'll be successful and that's what bang is doing basically do you know what i really don't believe in women empowerment <laughs> why is that i think that's really for me it's it's putting women down i think it's absolutely rubbish when we say empower women you know why 
women are nucleus of this world. Women are the center part of this existence of people, of human beings. Men are just like, women is a, is a nucleus and men are just those molecules. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, and when you say women empowerment, I feel like, you know, you're telling your brain psychologically that women are not good enough. You know what, Mutaza? Um, there is that what you're saying is exactly the truth. But I don't know somewhere the culture, somewhere, even the um, spiritual books, everywhere you go. Back in the days, if you remember, parents were not educating girls. They would focus on taking to school the men, the boys, because the women were known to be um, caretaker, home caretaker, maybe the future mothers, and they would groom them to become wives. And that happened even to our mother's mother. You know, my, my grandmother, she was very smart, but she wasn't allowed to continue with school. She was supposed to stay home, take care of the environment, and so forth. And she gave birth to my mother, who became a teacher. And to, to that time, she was the most learned person. So I'm telling you, the reality is um, women have been in some way oppressed and never knew their, their strength because I don't know whether it was the, the, the way to control the world. You have to put them down in some way, but things have changed now. And I would tell you, things have changed because of women empowerment, which started you know, many years ago with a few women who decided to go to Beijing to talk about it. Do you know, Imelda, look, look, let, let, let's talk it in the reality. If you look at Jesus' mother, Mary. Yes. If you look at Mustafa, Prophet, Prophet Mustafa's wife. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, Hadija. If you look at the Prophet's daughter, Fatima, right? All women, all nucleus of success of men. Give birth to this, to the powerful people. Yes. And why are you saying mm. empowerment? Because when you when you look at the studies done, uh, and emotional intelligence studies that have been done out of the nineteen capabilities, men are only good at four out of nineteen. If you look at care, if you look at empathy, if you look at compassionate, they're all women. Women are stronger than that. The only thing that men are really probably strong at, and they're using it well, is their confidence. This, that's true. And confidence is everything. So when, mm. so when you tell me, I know, so when you tell me women empowerment, I find it rubbish. But if you tell me women confidence, that's what Mama Satmiya Sulu Hassan exactly. is doing. Build your confidence. She is showing, yes, she knows, she is confident. She is addressing with confidence. And I think that's the area we need to work with, the late women, uh, with the with uh, uh, women. But when you talk about empowerment, you really disappoint me because I feel women are way beyond empowerment. Maybe another day to write an article so on that. We on that same, same area of confidence. We'll talk about that. We'll talk, and I, I'm expecting you write an article about that. I, I love how you, you addressed it, but in a, in a different, maybe in the future, we'll be calling it women confidence instead of women empowerment. Exactly. Women do learn from seeing other women perform. So we have seen Mama Samia now being a great leader she is. And I bet you next time when we run, when they're looking for president, they're going to be more women 
um, running for the position because they have seen the example. Someone has opened the door for them or break the um, glass ceiling. And that is the only way, whether it's building confidence, but exactly telling the women that they can because they truly can, but they just don't believe themselves that they could do. So that's what we've been doing for the for 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 a long time with Dare to Dream. I started Dare to Dream in 2009, um, and this was amazing. It was the first time we did a, a huge conference, having all the women talking to each other, um, inspiring each other. That you know they did it, and we heard from women who did a lot. Women don't like to blow their own trumpets. And this is, I've seen it. That's the challenge. I have seen it. I've seen it. I got to women to talk, to interview them. They're telling me, no, 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 I don't want pictures. I don't want to be known, but they've done a lot. So, so that I see recently things are changing now with the social media and every, everybody's trying to record and, you know, post their success in their LinkedIn. We see every day people show us the, you know, their milestones and stuff. So the, the culture is changing now. And that's what I, I'm, I'm saying. I mean, women are good at a lot of stuff. They've just not been able to showcase and come forward because you know they realize that or they have felt that women have felt that it's okay to do what we are supposed to do but for the globe they are just beyond men so uh, i'd love i like the narratives to change from empowering to maybe confidence and uh, uh, look at yourself Amelda. i mean uh, from would you call yourself moving from bang magazine to human resource back to bang magazine as empowerment or is it the confidence or is it the decision making what was it i'd probably look at it as the decision making but um i won't say the confidence because um yes of course i am confident but to me if i had to make a decision as a leader that now things are not working you lost 60 percent of your advertising revenue and things are tough because of our our business model you know, we publish an issue, then they would pass a month without a publication, but you have full-time employees that you have to pay them every month and so forth, pay, managing the, the cost. It was quite hectic for me and I knew I had to make a, a very um, strong decision, the very hard decision to take a break. So it was a decision making for me. Exactly. And maybe that is the point instead of empowerment. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. It's when... Mama Samia Sulu Hassan makes a decision to take the position of the vice president. Exactly. Of the United Republic of Tanzania. It's the decision that she took. And that bold decision is what opens doors. So, so it's not empowerment, because empowerment is that she, she doesn't know much and she needs to be helped upwards. Went through a journey that she was confident in what she was doing or she knew what she had to do. It was just the decision making. And probably it was the uh, point of, of that decision of saying, okay, I'm going to move up. And if you look at the time she took office the first day and the time she was sworn in and went to the stadium and said, the woman you're looking is your president. Your president, exactly. She didn't say the woman you're looking is now empowered. <laughs> of course, she took totally to make a decision. You, you, you must be, um, you must be empowered already. You must, whether in part, look at it as confidence. That confidence has to be in you to say, "I'm making a decision Absolutely. to do this." 
Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm deciding I'm changing my career today. I'm going to do this. It's a decision that sometimes it takes a long time to make. And for many people, um, the fear of unknown, thinking that what if I get into this other um, platform or job or being it's a different marriage and then I fail again. So it's that fear that puts us um, under, you know, we, we've, we we're scared to, to make, to take a move, to make a bold decision. So that's the confidence part. That's the confidence part, definitely, which comes in. And men just use it so well. Even if they're going to fail, they use it so well to just show they're confident, but they are probably breaking inside. But that comes to your point now when you're moving on. You know, you say, Basi, I've had enough. Sitaki tena, I do not want to do what I uh, learned to do, but I want to do what I enjoy doing. And that's where you know, uh, engage, relate, and perform. Uh, our podcast is actually helping those young people outside there because we believe that leadership is not positional. Everyone is a leader, and we are all in our different journeys. We are all leaders. We influence. We influence outcome. We inspire people. To have a position doesn't mean that you are inspirational, or you know that that you know you're not a leader. You have. You, you can be a leader at any point in time. So in that way, what you're saying is that leaders will go through challenges. Exactly. Uh, it is what you're passionate about. It's about belief system and never giving up. Never giving up. Leaders are like gold. You must go through fire, you know, to be better. So exactly. And for me, I felt that journey. Um, at one point of time, it was... Um, the business is, is, there's a challenge in the business. I went through challenge in my, my, my personal life, you know, and yet you have to, to stick your head above the waters and say, I've got to make, I've, I've got to make a decision and I've got to move on. And that's why I think, Amelda, you are such an adaptable person, an adaptable leader, to say that, uh, to say the least is that you're able to adapt to situation. And that's what we talk about at leadership at all perspective, is to be able to adapt quickly and move on with life, right? Right, right. And get get to where you need to go and where your 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 dreams take you to and your passion takes you to. Emelda, thank you for being an amazing person, for sharing your golden uh, nuggets of wisdom. Uh, I want to give you a couple more challenges before you go. Is that okay with you? That's okay. So the first one is you have a question from our last guest. She was from, um, our last guest is an Archbishop uh, Tutu Leadership Fellow, uh-huh. uh, speaker and author. Her name is Liz Taylor, and she wanted to know. My, my question is, what is your greatest source of continuous learning? My greatest source of continuous learning is um, the world is changing every day. To be relevant you have to keep up, whether it's reading books or going back to school. I just graduated the other, um, just the other on last Monday. So for me, wow, congratulations! Thank you. I I believe God has a great visions for our lives. You know, we are very, um, we have a purpose in this world, and so every day I'm learning that I need to be better. I need to, whether it's to um, get a new, um, learn a, a new language or learning something new, or just keep up with what is happening, but always 
you, you, you look back and you say, I've got to be better to leave a legacy. And, and that's what I do. That's a true leader, Imelda, leaving a legacy. Thank you so much. That was really nice. I'll give you the second one. The second one is more fun. It's more fun. And this time, what you're going to do is leave a question for the next guest to answer. What do you do when the going gets tough? What's the first thing you decide to do when everything you think it's going, it stops? Perfect. So the next guest will be answering that question and we'll let you know who is the next guest to answer your question. And finally, you got 30 seconds to send out a broadcast message to the world on your philosophy, be it life, love, leadership, or whatever else in, in 30 seconds. Okay. Hi, this is Imelda Momanga of Bang Magazine. I want to tell you to believe and to never give up. Life is what you make it. So don't miss our podcast. Listen to, um, to my story, but I challenge you to become better every single day. And no matter life stressing you, business is not going, just believe that there is power within you that you can win anything you wanted to do. So don't give up and keep going. Right. And that was Imelda Momanga. And on that note, cheers. And thank you very much. You've been listening to Engage, Relate, Perform, hosted by me, Mutraza Bersi. Make sure you've subscribed to this show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to visit mutrazabersi.com forward slash board to download all the resources, show notes, and all the freebies mentioned in this episode, including your copy of my highly effective ebook, Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture, plus extras just for subscribe. Once again, Go to mutazaversi.com forward slash pod and get everything you need. And we'll be back next week for more Engage, Relate, Perform.